0: Secret Friends Unite!
1: Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 449. This is the official guide to the geek side, and I'm one of your hosts, Todd, terrifying Oxtra, joined by Charlie Chilling Carden.
0: I couldn't be more chilling. I mean, hoodie, sweatshirt, stubbly face amongst all of my goods. Oh, this is the calm before the storm, as I will talk about later. There's some crazy stuff coming up here in GR. Yeah, the Simpsons writers, when they do the credits where they give everybody like the scary names
1: are better at this than I am. So I'm like, I've got to think of something better maybe in the next few years, like Charlie Chud Carden.
0: Matt Matt Groening. Charlie uh, uh, Chum, like what they throw to the sharks. Oh, Chud. <laughs> no, the Chud. Oh. Uh, you, know, you, you know my Chud story right now. That was a yes. movie that I just could not watch because it was like, oh, a trailer got out or whatever. I was eight in 1984 and I saw it. Maybe ten years ago and I was like, this is fucking bullshit. I mean, it was just it wasn't scary at all. It was ridiculous. Oh, like Yeah, the level of scary is different. Yeah. Like Vamp was the movie that
1: as a kid I saw the trailer. <laughs> I scared the poop on me just watching the trailer. Grace it was a Grace Jones vampire film, which I don't know if I've ever gone back and watched it now as an Grace. adult. I don't know.
0: Was Grace Jones the scary part? Do you remember her from Kinda. A, from, from Boomerang? From Boomerang? She, yes. Yeah, she was Yeah, exactly. No, that was uh, Eartha Earth Kit. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Well, regardless, some yeah, right uh, some it. elder statesmen, uh former Bond villains, former uh, Batman villains, uh yes, were after Eddie the, Murphy.
0: And they got, <laughs> and, and they both and they both got him, I think. Well at least it's oh, getting. Oh my in. goodness. Oh yes. great flick. But anyway, hey, uh good to be here. Uh calm before the storm, Grand Rapids Comic-Con is next weekend, but I will uh I will sprinkle that in uh in between. But in the time in between, uh our poor actor striking sag after folks. Day 105 um, with dashed hopes here over the weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't seen a headline, but what I was reading at the end of the week was, oh, we're feeling cautiously optimistic. We're going back to this deal. And it's Sunday and I haven't heard boo. And, and you know, no news is not good news in this scenario. So, um, as always, entertainmentcommunity.org, if you're able to help uh, these these fine people uh, kind of in their hour of need. So, you were t- have you heard something that I haven't heard? Oh, I haven't. The the biggest update was the
1: skit on SNL on Fran Drescher talking (laughs) about you can't dress up as these
0: (laughs) struck properties, which was great. And then they brought out the little girl dressed as the nanny. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yes. I tell you, SNL was a nice bounce back this week. Cause they had a great uh, stand-up comedian, Nate Bergazi, who's somebody who I, I hear all the time on my comedy channels on Sirius XM in my car. Um, I've never heard to, of him before,
1: but he was very good. Yeah,
0: as opposed to Bad Bunny, which was just way too niche for me. I just I kind of snoozed my way it's through that. It's hard
1: episode. when you've got a guy who, with English, is not your first language, to do yeah. uh, English comedy. But I thought they did the best they could with the host. You know, and it, they can't yeah. use actors. Right Right now, Charlie. So, what are right. you going to do? Yeah, you, you, you got musicians. Yeah, at stand uh, ups. Yeah, stand ups. Yeah, voice actors or I mean, whatever. I mean, and it's not stars.
0: The, yeah, the, Travis yeah. Kelsey on. Yeah, sports stars and non English speaking musicians are our tough hosts, but you know what? They keep trying because they keep you know they keep trying to reach out. But anyway, this is not the SNL wrap up show. This is the Secret Friends Unite show, and this is the part of the show where we give some extra special hugging and loving to our Patreons, the folks that make it possible for us to make all the fun, extra content that we make uh, uh, at the top tier of that. Uh, again, of course, visit patreon.com slash secret friends unite for a one week trial of all of our great audio and video content uh, friends with benefits level, Corey and HG, John Sadorf, the awesome Phoenix sisters cosplay, Mr. Brendan Myers, our top tier folks are the BFFs, The awesome, Nia's family, Sean, Stella, and Henry, my dear friend, Missy Merchant, and Andy Milliken, we are grateful for you. Uh, And again, visit patreon.com slash secretfriendsunite to give us a try. We've got all kinds of fun stuff there, ranging from additional movie and TV and comic book content, interview programs, and all kinds of fun stuff. So again, sign up for a week. And if you like what you like, stick around. We look forward to not hearing from you per se. But we'd love to, but you hearing from us. If you're in our Discord, we would definitely hear from you though. So, you are the benefits. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the perks. Absolutely. Well, speaking of perk a riff of things now, Todd, I love this cover that you've chosen this week, not only for this garish image, but the uh, drop date is February 1994. I became a man. In February of 1994, in so much that I turned 18. That was my senior year of high school. And the highlight of that spring, sadly, was the high school musical. Did not get a girlfriend out of that. Uh, prom was a pretty miserable experience. So I was ready for college at the end of spring of 1994.
1: It was not, the, it was not your senior year of dreams. Uh, it was not. <laughs> Um, in Logan was in a uh, musical last year. He was in the pit band, and one of his friends, Um, he was a, one of the characters in the Fiddler on the Roof, and he ended up um, be, actually getting a girlfriend of it, who was one
0: of the daughters of Tevya. So sometimes it does work, Charlie. It's wow. not for it, you. It, you know, I, I I dabbled. There was a little back and forth, but nothing that stuck. It was, it was weird. I, you know, at the high school experience. Nobody knows what the hell you're doing. But anyway, February of 1994. Uh, DC Comics, the Green Lantern, or as Todd likes to say in this Flint accent, Green Lantern, Uh, (laughs) issue 49. Flint accent? I mean, is it
1: like Jodeci? I mean, I I don't know what that means. Michael Moore? I'm trying to think of any of the
0: great Flinters. Does Jodeci say Green Lantern in any of their songs? Casey Jojo. And Green Lantern. <laughs> Maybe. I'm sure
1: it's a hidden track on the B side. Yes. <laughs> Green Lantern. Oh, my God. Jam. Jam.
0: No, that's not Teddy Pendergrass. It was. Uh, Terry Lewis. and uh, It was. Yeah. No, you're thinking of uh, Jimmy Guy. Jam. It was, uh, J- yeah, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. That's from your Milwaukee. But I was thinking of uh, Guy. Uh, yes. The, the, yeah, the, the, the future. Yeah. But anyway, Green Lantern. Lantern. Number 49. Uh, as you can see if you're watching us on YouTube, you got uh GL himself with green eyes. He's envious of himself wearing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, eight, nine, ten, so fourteen rings? Or is he not doubled up? Thirteen rings? One, two, four. Six. Not not on all fingers, no. Not so a, no, I just I didn't well. know if it matched because I look at the pinky as two and one and whatever it not, is. Not on the not on the thumbs either. So no uh, on yeah. the thumbs. Yeah. So he's got that's pretty fantastic now. Um I'm getting the feeling because he doesn't do this all the time that this is not a sustainable scenario for him. Doesn't look like you know doing this would be some kind of power multiplier. I mean, obviously, you see on the middle finger of his right hand the OG ring, and all the other ones pretty much looks like you know he was at the quarter slots of Kmart getting those out of those little. Remember yeah, those I little can't bottles? really
1: replace your wedding ring either, so I think yeah. that's really what it comes down to. Um, so the reason I picked this cover, Charlie, because. Um, this was really a unique time uh, for myself. I was a freshman at MSU, started getting back into comics at this point. So I'd go every Tuesday, um, I believe Wednesday, to remember Went- what new comic book was at Back in the day,
0: I don't, I, I, I don't recall. I feel like it was Wednesday, but
1: I would hop over to was it Campus Comics? It was the run right on, uh, Grand, on River, Grand River. On yeah, yeah. don't um,
0: don't know that it's still there. Later on, no. when you and I were roomies, we would drive down Michigan Avenue, and there was a shop on the left. It was a pretty rundown kind of shop. And what's interesting is that old guy he passed away not that that's interesting or not interesting his entire collection went to his sister who is still selling portions of it today in the bookstore that she has further down on Michigan Avenue I was just in there a couple weeks ago yeah no, this was um it
1: was a it was probably the cleanest and most presentable comic shop.
0: I think wasn't and, it know, in the it in gonna... the basement of that one building
1: there? No, it wasn't in the basement at all. It was right next to BW threes. It was oh, essentially on that that area right there. So a good area, good foot traffic. So I think that's why I ended up there versus other shops, which were a little bit like uh stevier. And yeah. um so I started getting back into it. I want to check out what's going on with Green Lantern. So I. Actually, got back into Green Lantern, who's, who is my favorite solo DC character. Um, this is essentially when he had his uh, falling down moment, Breaking Bad oh. where he was for Green
0: Lantern. Oh, and that's when he went. And was that the whole the death of Superman where he destroyed so, a city or whatever? Because well, the, yes.
1: Okay, so that, that was the. It was kind of weird with DC because it was all like trying to get edgy with all of these classic characters were very aging and trying to move forward into a new era with new aging. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially coast city was destroyed during, um, the, uh, death of Superman reign in, and Mongol came in and took out coast city, which was Hal Jordan's town. And he was struggling with it because of the, the, uh, basically everything that went down, he wanted to resurrect them, wanted to say that. And he thought if he had just more power, he could, resurrect the town, bring everybody back who perished. So essentially he broke and we, and he essentially went to all the lanterns to get their support. And when he didn't support him, he essentially took the rings away and left them for dead in space. When you're in space, you don't nice. breathe. So essentially we assume there are all these lanterns. He took yes. the rings from died. And this led to Ouch. eventually, uh, this is why it's called Emerald Twilight. Essentially how Jordan snapping, going against the um the guardians and becoming parallax which led into zero hour many other things led into kyle rayner which was a replacement green lantern for him and then uh we had to wait many many years until green lantern uh was basically redeemed and resurrected under rebirth and that was a really cool line you found out that actually the yellow uh the, the basically their their weakness to yellow was actually driven by this being called parallax, which uh, basically was a a weakness by this being that was put into the lantern core. So w- after that, the yellow my uh, my the yellow weakness was was removed. So there was no weakness anymore. It was just the limit of a Green Lantern's will to be strong. That was it. So that's kind of this is kind of where the you know a lot of characters around DC at this time. Um, and this was a really a bad time if you were a fan of Heritage Comics uh, with Marvel yeah. and DC.
0: They just trying to oh, yeah. shut
1: up because nothing was connecting any longer because Image was changing right. the
0: game. Right. Yeah. Over at Marvel, this was the time of Onslaught, and then Heroes Reborn, and then eventually mm-hmm. returned. Then we got into the early 2000s, and at least at Marvel, the Ultimate line came along, and then that's really what. But yeah, you had a period of time in. Most all of the '90s, when things were just, uh, it was yeah, it was just was not clicking. Dour but anyway, the best way to put it, yeah. What's that? It was they were very dour. it was, yeah, dour. Exactly it was the dour times. It was the dower. It was the dark times, the times of the empire. Oh well, you know who? Uh, no matter if she hits on a dark time, always manages to bounce back. Uh, she's way out of legacy uh, numbering, even at 123 years young. Talking about Madame Web, our senior news correspondent down at the corner of Hollywood and Vine. She's got the latest scoops for us always. So let's go check it out.
1: Now it's time for Madam Webb's rumors and news. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Madam Webb. Madam Webb, I was inspired this weekend. I was watching our local movie horror host is actually out of Chicago. Sven He's a lot of fun. Sven-Gooley. He still does his. Yeah, he's great, Charlie. He's in Chicago and he's been around for 40 years. He just really is a funny guy. Uh, he's having a lot of fun doing. It. I'm thinking that reminds me when Madam Web tried her hand at being a horror host. She became uh, Madam Webula and Charlie. She sued movie she could get was like she'd get clips of little rascals and then she could get clips <laughs> of like Heathcliff cartoons and they were very scary didn't go very well and oh my god as a pirate radio station tv station out of her basement so the the values were essentially anything that showed up that was creepy was essentially like a rodent or a great right. cat in her in her basement
0: Oh my God! You know that makes me wonder because of your Sven Ghuli out of Chicago. We had Count Scary in Detroit. Is he yes. dead? Is that why we don't see well, him? Anymore? He was like he was a what a sportscaster or newscaster as well. Must have been. I had a forty-five yeah. LP because I think he came into my my mom was a sales assistant at Blair, which is an ad agency in the Fisher Building. I think he must have come into um, her orbit in some fashion. That was the only reason we had heard about him. So interesting. Did your mom date Count Scary, Charlie? Maybe that's something I, we should look into. You know what? If she did, I, I bet she'll never tell. Never, ever tell. Anyway, all right. Oh, Tom Ryan. He was a disc jockey
1: back um, in the day be the 1990s. Could be a
0: yeah. more
1: Irish name. On so. WDIV would be Channel 4.
0: Yeah, yeah. How yeah. could he be a disc jockey on
1: TV? That's
0: well, he was sense. a disc
1: jockey and he probably maintained that Graduated. persona and then showed up. Yeah, I got Understood. some uh, 3D glasses at Wendy's for Count Scary when right. they showed a movie on Channel fifty, which yeah, showed right. all
0: the scary movies. Oh my God. I, Channel fifty was the uh the, that was the uh star uh, TNG syndicated station. That's how my dad got me my wharf cutout that used to live in this very basement.
1: Showed all the Red Wings games, showed all the Pistons games, yep. and they showed uh uh yeah, all a lot of scary movies back in the day. So oh I my watched God.
0: uh yeah, lot. All right, fellow Detroiters, hit us up at at SecretFriendsUnx. Let us know your Detroit yeah. memories. Okay, all right. First up, uh, we talked about this either last episode, or the episode before. Um, Daredevil, born again, is being born again, 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 again. Um, yeah, we we talked about previously how Kevin Feige has come along uh, and in analyzing uh, what had been filmed. He said, "Nope, this isn't working. We're done. Scram, um, so that show, and then again, you know, and also according to, uh, the fact this really coincided with the actor writer strike, so it was plenty of time, uh, to shit can. it. you think any of that will ever see the light of day, or is it going to be buried under the jail? Uh, it sounds like
1: they're going to use some of it, but um, this is going to be weird, Charlie, because it sounds uh, like they they're trying to recapture the feel of the daredevil Netflix, Netflix yeah. series which but consider not, how are they not, already introduced him yeah. as kind of a lighter fair character along right. with the kingpin who is also a little bit different um right. uh, and and i know you wanted to talk about and we'll get to that about kind yeah. of like behind the scenes between kevin feige and e. yeah T. yeah uh, the, but at this point
0: mcu audiobook which i'm gonna snag yeah
1: yeah, but in in this in this piece, I mean, you've got the people behind Loki coming back and 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 basically taking the helm and redoing Daredevil. Um I mean, beyond Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio, we don't know much about this series. We know Born Again is a classic Daredevil run. And yeah. we, have with a Netflix series already hitting on kind of a lot, of, so many big story beats already that, I mean, do you go back to the well and try to retell those again? Or what do you do with Daredevil that we don't already know or haven't already experienced? Um, yeah. How does that work for the MCU? How does it work for Disney plus shows? I don't know. But as of right now, doing something different might be better.
0: I mean, and again, you know, I, this, the story we have, uh, has to do around a, you know, a new showrunner and, uh, taking on, you know, an 18 episode run that will likely be pared down because if you look at, you know, what they've already spent and then rebudgeting this deal. Um, but I do really hone with this last paragraph is that all of that stuff starting over again sounds pretty scary, but it said, let's step, step back a bit. And I like this Marvel was making something it realized wasn't great and they stopped and now they're going in a new direction because let's look at some of their very massive failures in the last couple of years. Secret Invasion being the top of the stack. Nobody liked it. It was trash. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a laundry list movies, underperforming films. Guardians 3 did okay. Um, but certainly, I'm sure not the expect that they were hoping for Um you know some of their other shows, again, just not really. But blowing I would say, but, it, but dollar signs versus actual critical
1: response and right. fan response. I think Guardians is 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 really on par with some of the better MCU things. Oh, I so agree. I, but uh, yeah, I, it's, I, so but I mean, I don't think you're. I mean, that's the hard time. You can't pair the money they used to make and say it's a success anymore. If they make something critically acclaimed, people love it and enjoy it. That's what they want. Whether the money follows or not is kind of hard to tell these days because that's I, a harder
0: thing to do. When things stream, yeah, you're right. So because it's not a metric of oh, ticket sales and box office, this and that, as opposed to streaming and how that goes back and forth and minutes and in minutes turning into the more traditional form of ratings, making ratings that much more accurate, which fits they've never been, as opposed to a little box or when I was in radio, a little diary you had to fill out or whatever it is, knowing what people actually yeah. want. I don't I didn't know anybody in the Nielsen household, quite honestly. No, I Never mean, did. I when when I worked in local radio, Grand Rapids is a diary market, which somebody got a little book in the mail, and you got a dollar or whatever the oh. hell it was, and you wrote yeah, down it's like Nielsen well, the yeah. same way. You had a yeah. box, you say, did TV. I watch it, and then you do that. Yeah. I'm like,
1: I don't think even people are doing that these days.
0: I just there's there's nothing to record. It, it all goes through the through your Roku box or your streamer stick or whatever. Yeah. But regardless, um, I I like this, and again, we're faced up against the fact that that our our chances of having content of much of anything in 2024 is just continuing to dwindle um so i'm very happy to think that maybe marvel is has kind of woken up and smelled the coffee as it were and figured out that they're on a bad track uh and they and and they want to find a way to turn it around that i like yeah
1: I, i think you're absolutely right if the fact that they can take a step back and say this doesn't feel right. Doesn't yeah. look right. Doesn't smell right. We need to stop and do it right.
0: Stop smelling Is going, to,
1: <laughs> is going to do um, a lot more to them because uh, if we know this, to retain viewers, you need critically acclaimed things. Right. You need people that love the things. Got to be a um, buzz. If people things are mediocre, people will cancel the subscription. I let my Hulu and Disney Plus subscription go right now. I haven't let it go. It's gonna. It's gonna expire, and eventually, if I get a good deal, I'll get back into it um mm-hmm. but I'm there at that point um, but I like the fact that they are taking um, account for this isn't working and we need to do better we can't just get by on the fact it's Disney plus come for all of our content because we've you've already watched it over the last three years so what's new we'll yeah. see how this goes and I'm yeah. hopeful and maybe they'll say our formula for going after what we're doing is not working and maybe we need to say TVs gonna be different than our movies. And you're going to come to Disney Plus for TV series, which I've already asked for this, Charlie, but I haven't got a lot of it. I want more animated things because I think those work really well in the areas are not going to cover on a film. Do those animated on right. a smaller screen? So right. I, the geeks like us, I'll be produce. like, hey, they're right. going to cover this storyline. That's amazing. Like X-Men well, 97. Well, I'm yeah, excited. like. That. Like
0: DC has done that with all the Batman yeah. stuff. Look at all those Batman little TV uh, animated films, Hush, and even going movies, back to even Red Hood. The movies Hood and they and, yeah. do, the self-contained storylines. Yeah. Do some of that, because
1: that's where yeah. you get like the big fans. And even if the other people don't go, it's like, well, if I'm going to watch a cool Marvel limited series that's animated, only way I can get it is on Disney+.
0: Plus. The the, right. the
1: Marvel fans will go for it.
0: Right, 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 right. Think. So okay. Maybe. maybe I'm wrong. I think maybe so. All right. This next story, are are you are you are, are you watching the show? Because I'm not watching the show. Or okay. did you forget to so, switch this out? Uh I
1: have not watched more than the first couple episodes of the first season of okay. Chucky. But it is fun. It's a really cool take on Chucky, and it's okay. by the creator, Don Mancini, which is awesome. Don okay. Mancini has largely been involved with Chucky all through the 80s to today, which is, that's pretty I don't know if pre- there's another property where you get one person, a creative that has followed it. And I don't know if you've seen any commercials where they've had with it, Charlie, lately. Chucky's in the White House. Like, somebody brought Chucky to the yes. White House, and we've got the, rest. it's yes. crazy. Yes, yes, I love yes, it, though. It's like, this is what Chucky does. And Jennifer Tilly's involved again. And I, you've got Do- Devin Sawa, who is and one of, like, again, he's, a, I, uh, he's a horror royalty.
0: Oh, Devin Sawa. Yeah. Oh, you talk. Yeah. Oh, Devin's from uh, f- uh, Final Destination. He was the first guy. Now, I, I will talk about I mean, his how I finally, yeah. we let, yeah, we've, we finally watched, because uh, I had never seen it, at least I don't believe I have, you and I were talking about this, um, the original uh, Child's Play from 1987. Um, so I, I said, could we watch it right before bed last night? I'm like, I probably ought to jam a, uh, a YouTube, like, catch-up video and see everything that's happened in between. But, you know, yeah, I've heard everything there was, you know, Bride of Chucky, and it's Jennifer Tilly. And, but yeah, the, the the first film ended well, with, we you know. Watch, didn't we watch a, yeah. a,
1: a, a Chucky last year? Like, Chucky. I don't think The so. cult of Chucky?
0: I just don't think so. I did.
1: I know uh, I did. I think we did. Yeah. Were there in the scene asylum? Oh, you know, as far and as Tucky one of got the... brought in.
0: Oh, maybe so. Can you see? I, just, I don't know. I don't know. But kind of anyway. Uh, you know, my. I, I, I feel like we've totally talked about this, but where. I think the biggest issue is where. Where is it? Where do you watch it? at? Isn't it on sci-fi? Or it's Peacock.
1: No, it's it Peacock. It's on Peacock
0: okay gotcha yeah they've been advertising got it i like it so he's oh yeah so anyway yeah let me let me and this helps me out so yeah oh but it does say sci-fi usa networks chucky that that's where i got lost um yeah let's see yes he uh it comes under the unwitting protection of the youngest son of the president of the united states and the biggest threat is the conspiracy brewing in the white house. Okay. I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, it, It's, it's it, it, I
1: mean, I watched the first couple episodes of the first season and I'm like, I like this because it's essentially a kid finds Chucky, at like a vintage sale. And then he's kind of an outcast and uh, he's an artist. And it, basically Chucky becomes like the one who reaches out and does kind of like the bad things to help the good guy, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, Oh, so the good guys. he's using yes, his is exactly. for good, which is kind of like Robin Hood, right? The Robin Hood horror, Chucky. Uh, but uh, I sure. like this. Yeah, but this headline is kind of cool because um we have uh, a new doll from last year, which I haven't still watched, but I will. With Megan.
0: So Megan, Megan was the toast of you have not year. seen me. We we and we didn't talk about that on the show. I was sure we didn't. M three. You, know, we, you, M3 you game? watched it? I never watched oh, it. Though. Oh boy.
1: Yeah. But it is. But I know PCAC it's not to watch.
0: Now, I, now watch it. Yeah. You, you, yeah. And they have an unrated version, which is a little, gr- a l- little more gruesome. So yeah, check it out. I assume yes. Yeah. So, so
1: the fact is that we have a new doll, who's AI Megan Meg Threegan, as we could call M- her, um, M Threegan. Yes, yes. Uh, and so the fact is that Don Mancini thinks why not pair up Chucky and Megan together? And I'm like, why not? I mean, anything is possible. Uh, we've got Freddy and Jason to team up Um, Charlie. I mean, we've got like the monster squad where all of the universal monsters teamed up. This would be a lot of fun. I like the, the in, in horror allows you to do this stuff because it's so ridiculous. Anyways, it's not like there's set rules. We can't do this. No, you can do this because they're dumb dolls that kill people.
0: Oh my god. Oh, I, I continue to read. you know who they're also bringing in reading this down? Nia Vardalos, the, the Greek wedding. <laughs> Woman it's what? Be.
1: Is, is she having a geek Greek wedding with a puppet?
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, they're gonna make her to him up and said, All right, I'm convinced. You know, I was down on this, but now I'm gonna watch this shit. I'm total I'm totally absorbed. So, it's uh, like
1: eight episodes per season of Chucky this on USA And it's only watch been all a all the couple old movies.
0: And yeah, they're on yeah. Peacock, yeah, because the yeah. the uh, the original film again. I'll uh, check in with that in a bit. I uh, had some sequels as well, so absolutely fantastic. Okay, here's a headline I saw earlier in the week. Um, we do well, know we that. About- previously
1: with the ultimate universe rebooted
0: correct yeah the ultimate universe rebooted so instead of just bringing back you know kind of same old same old like oh let's tell those same old stories it feels like they're picking kind of picking up where they left off um because the the ultimate spider-man which launched in the year 2000 it launched the imprint ran through 2000 and i think 14 or so and it was it it died in order to create secret wars 2015 um and even prior to that the peter parker of that universe got killed off and miles morales who's original character that universe took over before obviously crossing the universal burial he was the only thing that survived i believe yeah uh, 1610 yeah yeah so yeah, uh, yeah, so rather than a conti- it's acting as a major reboot rather than a continuation of 1610 that died and lived again after secret wars. Um, so yeah, so they, they're resetting Peter Parker. So now we're getting him as, you know a legal adult. Uh, in a title called "Meet the" or at least "Meet the Parkers" in Ultimate Spider-Man number one. So you see, just so scroll down. This uh, Peter, maskless with a bushy hipster beard, and he's got two ginger kids. And there's uh, Mary Jane with a really abnormal amount of freckles. She's very frecklish. Um, this this and it's written by Jonathan Hickman. What the hell do you want? He's the guy, right? So yeah, he um, nails it. Yeah. Yeah, this seems exciting to me. I am, um, and again, we talk a lot about this stuff. We're like, we're going to read this, and we we do a really shitty job of reading things, but we're always working on it. At least we have over on Patreon the spinner rack that's kind of jamming us into reading stuff. So, um, this looks fun. Yeah, uh, Hickman. Now, this is an ongoing series, I'm assuming. Uh, or yeah, at there's least, like four if, titles. If, if,
1: I think there's four ultimate yeah, titles at
0: least coming if, out of this. If people people read it which is the only thing that makes anything an ongoing series. <laughs> but yeah, no that's yeah. cool. So I, I look forward to that. And again, um this is not the first time we've had Peter and Mary Jane married with children of some age. We've had uh the uh uh the wedded again bl- oh no, I can't remember the name of the tell. The one that gave us uh Mary Jane a spinneret. So and, and they had mm-hmm. a Spider-Man family uh, that spun it? out of Spider-Verse Girl with uh yeah. uh it was a AXS oh, yeah. or whatever that yeah. universe. I- it was, yeah, A versus, yeah, the, uh, and she was um uh, uh, May Day. So she was May Parker. Um, and Peter Parker was a, uh, he was a police detective who had lost a leg. um So he was peg leg Peter Parker, not still doing a lot of Spider Man stuff, but he had a goatee he had to go to here he has a beard so yes i guess the that's, that's what, what you know, do you know when you yeah, when you, get you get older you a, the the
1: body work. arm you have to grow back some facial hair um right. it, it is interesting because uh, you know the superman and batman title have been bringing in like the next gen which has been dangerous yeah and yeah and the sons to, and, yeah and and john and, and it's been great so it would be cool to see if done well spider kids Now, if they're horrible, you kill them off. They're they're like Wesley Crusher. How do you kill off these kids? we got to kill these kids In an exploding car.
0: Drive drive them off a roof. Oh, my gosh. All right, moving on. Uh, We have a sequel that was announced to a movie that we – it was a surprise hit of last summer. Todd, go ahead. Oh, I loved The Black Phone.
1: And The Black Phone was – it was a surprise hit. did really well. um, Hit all the notes. It really wasn't a horror film. It really was kind of like a – suspense thriller. uh, A a retelling of a story about that really did happen happen and uh just really brought in some supernatural elements as well about basically a kid trapped in a uh horror dungeon by uh by um our our big fan uh kevin bacon kind of a bad dude um Oh,
0: wasn't it? I thought oh, no, it, was no, no. it was Ethan Hawke? Yeah, no, Ethan that. Hawke. That's right. Yeah, that, there you th- go. the same person. I days. mean, and he <laughs> was wearing he was wearing a, a you know a creeper mask for most of it, so it could have been Kevin Bacon. Maybe he was yeah, exactly. the sta- maybe he was the stand in. I don't know. Yeah, no, but maybe so. uh, to
1: me, just a really stand out movie, really self satisfying, very horrific as a you know, yeah, parent, yeah, and then really had a great conclusive ending, right? But when something does well, what do you do, Charlie? You say well, let's
0: make more. Yeah, have you ever named me a hit, hit, hit film, critically acclaimed or otherwise that didn't get a sequel or at least somebody took a stab at it? And it's usually always yeah. pretty, pretty iffy. I mean, uh, it's yeah. I like I think Back to the Future first one was the classic. Second one was meh, and then the third one I thought was went out with the bang. And I just Robert's love yeah,
1: the second movie though because it's so goofy with like the future and all the those first fun half things. of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and,
0: I love, and that. I love, I love the third one. I think, I think even when April and I we're like watching movies in the hotel room as we were traveling. We're like, well, let's watch back to the future three. Cause it's old West. You know what I mean? They're, so. all, they're all fun. I think it's yeah. a great trilogy.
1: Um, now it is funny because um, the, the, Joe Hill, who is Stephen King's son, right? uh, Who writes under that name? uh, It was the Black Phone was based on his story. So looks like uh, it's gonna the second installment comes straight from Joe Hill again, which is cool. So I think they could nail this. Um, It'll be interesting to see if we see Ethan Hawke's mask wearing maniac come back, right? Killer. I think it would make sense. Maybe the mask. To follow oh so it's like a, a mask
0: yeah wearer is like, different. like like scream like the, yeah. the what's it yeah the, the ghost face yeah exactly now this does say uh we could look forward to seeing this in uh june of 2025 Let's hope Yeah,
1: the first movie was a set in the seventies. So right. you could see this would be like an generation later in the or 90s, modern day, early two yeah. thousands, because right. they bring technology like cell phones. Cause in the, in the first black phone, it was a, basically a dial up rotary phone, like right. a, um, like a pay phone. Right. And it's kind of different, you know, things change, but when you don't get a signal, Charlie, um, it feels like you're
0: back in 1970 yeah you don't have a why won't this thing work uh black yeah. the black phone if you haven't seen it it says the bottom is now streaming on peacock so it's uh, great. So peacock good. Peacock is i think peacock and lotto i won't say it's a must-have service it is nice they do slide the commercials in there but the thing about commercials on streaming is mute it and look at your phone and it, it's almost like it's not there at all and they don't do it so much with the movies they'll have a long block at the beginning and then you'll pretty much be able to watch oh movie yeah i i think guy. it's it's highly
1: uh it's not upset obsu- it's it's not intrusive hurting you it's not intrusive yeah. i think it works well and it's a cheap enough service that i think it's well worth it, especially if you're a sports fan it has yeah. all the wde wwe stuff it has uh mm-hmm. s- football a lot of leagues kind of like paramount plus also has that as well i don't know if paramount yeah. Pl- or i don't know if peacock has nbc like the news like uh paramount oh. Plus does
0: which would be nice I mean, news, I mean, uh, news can be found in a lot of different places, so it's really not that big of a deal. Correct. I mean, but if you like the morning shows like Good Morning America, yeah. Today Show, oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. still yeah, want to watch
1: those. <laughs> and we are, we are die for that, so. Yeah. <sighs>
0: Yeah, I I remember even in college I used to watch the the Today Show for some reason was mine back in the Matt Lauer days before he was a sex monster.
1: Uh- <laughs> I did not I did not watch those until I actually when I was graduating I was helping care for uh, a quadriplegic friend of mine Charlie Parkhill. Um, he yeah. had on the Today Show every day, so I'm like, oh, this is a thing. Oh, I enjoy Al Roker. Uh, hey Al Roker, how are you doing? <laughs>
0: I know it's it's very very comforting. All right, final story. And again, I looked at this. I'm like, oh God, is this about John Wick? And is this about The Witcher? Two things I don't watch. No, it's about. Here we are. Take it, Todd. Do masters of, of the, the universe. The, the universe. <laughs> da, na, na, na. We just destroyed that Queen song. But we're talking about Highlander, which was a very iconic uh, science fiction fantasy film from 1980. I'm going to say six. And that's all that ever happened. Only one thing Yep, nothing ever happened. Yep, Yep. yeah. It says the the reboot is based on the the only thing it could be based on, the 1986 original starring Christopher Lambert, the awesome Sean Connery, and the guy who I was described to as sounding like at a wedding last month, Clancy Brown. (laughs) This was a guy who heard my voice but was not looking at me. I don't know how that makes <laughs> me sound like Clancy Brown, but he turned around just, and said, you, I, need uh, to, you need to
1: gargle some like uh, rah, rah, and then you'll sound, you get some more gravel into your voice. Charlie. It
0: Sound like sound like John Waits when Wait, I see you tonight on a downbound train. Anyway, um, that movie, I kid you not, I had never seen it till about five years ago. It was okay, so one of those. That it, I have seen it though. Let's go. Yeah, everybody talked about it. It was one of these. There can only be one. And here's Sean Connery. Like, was he was like a Don Quixote kind of character? Wasn't he? Did we? Kind of a big was. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. A Spaniard. Yeah. So a, a Spaniard with a Scottish accent. Gotta love it. You know what? It's like Patrick Stewart, the <laughs> Frenchman with a British accent. Which, well, it's like I Christopher
1: don't... Lambert, his accent is like he's French, and you can never tell what accents he's doing it's like guys
0: from? and that dude is such he's like he's just a weird looking cat he's um, a weird dude remember when he did a gray soak the legend of tarzan <laughs> i saw that in theater i did that was the, weird the, the the thing i found most unbelievable the entirety of the highlander film was the beginning sequence when people were at a wrestling match at madison square garden yes, and were losing yes. their minds they were yes. so excited he's yeah best best yeah yeah oh my god so anyway yeah so So this is rumored to be back in production uh, as a reboot helmed by the director, John Wick. Todd, I know you're a big fan, but uh, the star is said to be uh, Henry Cavill, uh, the the Superman you know, um, who starred in a film that apparently only Todd and I really enjoyed uh, and uh, gave birth to an absolutely terrible incarnation of the DC universe. But anyway, uh, this was first reported back in 2021 uh, that uh, Cavill was in talks. And uh, now the talks, uh, I loved, I just, again, I just love getting all these stories when we know nothing's getting made. Maybe the script's being worked on. Um, They're aiming, yeah, they're aiming for a 2024 start date. Well, guess what? That's what everybody's aiming for because that's all you're going to get. Especially since it uh, almost is November 1st. Um, So this is exciting. I would love to to go see this and kind of see what gets made out of it. And again, your John wick guy obviously knows how to do the action. Henry creville is a, a, you know, big hunk of beefsteak. You know, he's going to uh, blow oh, that yeah. out he's one great. way or the other. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this, that, this should be fun. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I don't uh, know
1: who owns the rights to this, Charlie. Cause, um, at this point I'm looking at like the original distributors. It's like a weird group called thorny. Am I, through Columbia, oh, Cannon, okay. Warners,
0: Twentieth Century Fox in the like, United like States, in Germany,
1: and yeah. So you're talking about the original. This yeah. says
0: Lion, Lionsgate is set to distribute in in wow. the
1: U.S. So okay, yeah. so somehow they got the rights through some deal, uh, which makes yeah. sense. And so if that's Lionsgate, I mean, who, who, Lionsgate, who does Lionsgate even fall under now?
0: I I don't know, but they still they still tend to tend to be uh, be they're owned by somebody, out. right? Yeah, exactly. Exact amondo. So anyway, this should be fun. And again, take everything with the grainiest of uh grainy. Oh, they own stars, Charlie. Yeah. So they can they can be part of the um uh outlander. Stars. Month. Get it get yes. it for two dollars a month. You know that they're doing well. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, for, I lo- you get it for $2 a month.
1: I love The Highlander. I did not enjoy anything that happened after that. It's there is nothing there is
0: nothing that happened exactly. after. There can that. only be I one think. and
1: there is only one yeah. movie. Uh, only and nothing movie. else followed it. But I mean, that's it's a it's know. a cool concept that's a lot of fun the fact that Queen was involved with it. I mean, they also yeah. were involved in
0: Flash Gordon. So they dun, like quality. Flash Gordon <laughs> is one of the few things I can think of that they were like yeah we made it we fucked it up it's dead forever because it's been 40 it's never, years
1: no there was a sci-fi <laughs> series that was horrible it, it was like in Vancouver you know rather than being on like a, an alien planet we'll just film in Vancouver
0: we'll be in Kamloops so we'll just we'll just film in the woods it's like
1: the Masters <laughs> of the Universe movie oh you know Eternia who needs that we're going to Earth
0: who needs it we've got the Gaslight District in Vancouver oh, oh my, my goodness yes. oh boy Well, all right. Well, that is the end of the news, perhaps mercifully. Um, But it's time to get out that Uber app, that feeble Uber app. The Geek Easy awaits down in Skugtown, Nastyville. Let's get a ride. We can talk about what we're digging. Let's go. Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me.
1: We're sitting the geeky easy drinks are poured and we are ready to get our nerd on. And this week uh, we're wrapping up the spooky season. This episode will drop on Halloween. So um, if you're listening, enjoy it. And then the day after, obviously put on your lights and you listen to christmas music that's how it works right T- todd
0: most people have been listening to christmas music for the last 30 days um <laughs> they have their hallmark that. channel turned yeah, right. on and it's like what can oh i my watch God.
1: hey is candace cameron hey got another special out wasn't right wasn't
0: that wasn't that a great we're going back talk about snl the the bit about the the halloween uh hallmark, <laughs> horror hallmark movies. Halloween. Yes. The, yes if there's two things uh women like it's hallmark movies and murder
1: yeah, boo means boyfriend on the Hallmark <laughs> channel. Yes. It was a great oh. check, that that that, that trailer yeah, it was a really really do. good one. Um yes. Uh but this week I actually read a book, Charlie.
0: A, oh my god. A book uh, like a whole book like with words? Uh, a thing with bu- words and no pictures. How long was it?
1: 32 uh, it pages. It was almost 200 whole pages.
0: You read a book in the last 7 days? I uh, no like
1: i read it in like two weeks because okay, i was fine. reading like it at night before i would fall asleep and yeah. this one was uh, I this was called on an article i read about like you know hey great books to read for halloween i'm like awesome this one's called dark harvest it's by uh norman partridge this is uh from 2007 and actually won awards for like uh i'm trying to think of the big like horror uh award it was at the um not the Val Van Helsing. It's like something <laughs> like that, though. Um, no, we're
0: gonna we're gonna stick with that. I like that the, the Van, Helsing. Van Helsing
1: award. Van yeah, Helsing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but this is a cool book because the premise is pretty straight I think you would enjoy this and there's yeah. a movie that just came out this year that I haven't watched based on the adaptation the adaptation is actually uh, I think David Slade was the director of this and it's kind of cool it's set in like the 1960s and it's a town that is beset by a curse and every year the uh, teenage boys have to go out and kill this creature called Sawtooth Jack and on Halloween if they don't Damn. kill him uh, uh, basically a um, pestilence or plague will come around their crops and destroy it and basically kill the economy of the town. So yeah.
0: that's kind of a combo between Cabin in the Woods and Ready or Not, which is a movie April and I rewatched after not seeing it from when it came out, which was it was the family that they had to, they had to play a, a game that sp- that spat out of a machine to appease the watch.
1: Which I, I wanted devil. to watch.
0: It's fantastic, and it's now on my voodoo. Wink, if you want to watch it, I oh, bought. Yeah. It was like it was like five bucks, so I bought it. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, great. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, this is kind of reminds me of like the lottery. Remember that yeah. old chestnut of like you won, but you die. Ah, uh, kind of oh, story. Oh,
0: I thought the, I thought the lottery was a, a movie with uh, Lisa Kudrow and uh,
1: um, uh, uh, oh, shucks. I'm sure there was a
0: comedy movie. John like Travolta. Gold, yeah, uh, John Brew, Travolta. Bruce, yeah.
1: Brewster's Millions. Brewster's Millions. All million, yeah, no, it was, yeah. it was,
0: I like gold. It's like a combination of that and Curly's gold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. But um, this is cool because it's set in the 60s and this does have a tone. The writer did a good job of making it feel like it was of the time. The way it was written was very much like witty and quick and kind of dealing with like, hey, and it was from the perspective of a kid who is going to be part of this horde of k- teens that gets released They have to take down this, this, this creature called sausage, Jack, Jack. which is ultimately like, if you think of like Jack Skellington from nightmare Before Christmas, he's got a pumpkin head, he breathes fire and he uh, is lethal. And if they don't kill him by midnight, uh, essentially the town loses and the town will be in uh, disarray. Oh and that's kind of how it all kicks off. And these kids are, basically kept in the rooms for five days fed with just water. And that's about it basically because they want them hungry, focused and to take out this, uh, uh, this creature.
0: They, they want them, and they want them on bread and water. So they're as weak as possible or, or maybe certain, weird. certain ones will be weaker. So it'll be kind well, of like, uh, you know, like um, uh cannon fodder, you know, grist for the mill. Kind of like that, but I mean, it
1: was, it was interesting. So when they released the kids and that's kind of the original premise, yeah. the way the book is written, very well done. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought the, the, uh, turn that happens within the book that is kind of like that. Oh, maybe things aren't as we are thinking happens about halfway through, which is cool because yeah. then you're kind of like, oh, what's going to happen now? Kind of neat. And, um, but once again, this is, this really was a cool premise. It was very much to the point, cutting out any of like the fat that you normally see in a book where it's like, it's 500 pages really get this down. And this was like, I said, it was a fast read and I enjoyed it for that. I felt like there was nothing else put in that wasn't needed to tell the story effectively I really enjoyed this. It's called Dark Harvest. There is a movie out you can rent. It's like five bucks to rent or 20 bucks to own. I'm yeah. going to check that out because it seems like in, in the guy, David Slade, he did 30 days of night, which if you saw that movie, that was really freaky. So yeah, big I think, time. So I think um, and it's got decent reviews. So I'm going to definitely check that out and I'll add it to my list. So if you're not interested in reading it, Charlie, I think the book, I think the movie you might like. So it's called Dark yeah. Harvest. It's Ooh, really nice. cool.
0: And, and, yeah, came and it came out again
1: and you might recommend the book to April because she might like it, being a horror fan. Uh,
0: and when it came out, when the movie? Two thousand six. It's All it's really? been out for a while. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Oh, that'd be that'd be worth a a, a, a check through uh, uh, where to watch or whatever. See where that was at. Well, right, well, or cool. you can get it from
1: your library, or you can. Yeah, it, it's probably going to be
0: available cheap to buy, but five bucks to rent. Why not? Gotcha. Very cool. All right. Oh, you were going to talk about Loki, and now you're not going to talk about Loki. Well, Loki. I mean, we
1: can we can talk about either or. I mean, what yeah, would you I mean, Loki or Gen V. I've Watch both.
0: Um, I thought uh, Loki, two weeks in a row, at least something finally happened, right? And it, and, yeah. it, and it ended in a screeching cliffhanger where it's like, sorry, spoilers. There was an explosion.
1: No, we're going to go all spoil, spoilers then. If we're going to talk about Loki, that's fine. Oh, Gen V, I think we'll wait to talk about that until the finale's next week. So oh, we'll talk we about Gen V next week. Yeah, uh, we'll spare that. that. But yeah, lo- be-
0: Loki. Yeah, Loki. So most of this episode was played out. Uh, within the heart of the TVA, which was, I believe, the name of the episode, um, and you got uh, yeah, great performances from Jonathan Majors. Still wondering how long it's going to be before he just disappears altogether. Um, do we know kind of where things are at for him in the real nope. world? No. Nope? They brought charges against the woman that charged him with charges, so everybody's getting charged. Is, is somebody is somebody keeping? have a, a golf pencil and one of those little cards that you keep track? And, uh, yeah, checking. <laughs> are you under par or over par? for charges against yeah. domestic abuse what's, yeah it what's your like this is a complex
1: abuse. mix of
0: mess and right. I don't want to deal with it exactly so uh but again with nothing being filmed we really don't have to so so anyway oh excuse me friends it's we're recording at three o'clock in the morning uh no not really but I probably should have had another coffee but um so yeah this was all within the TVA we had all of our major players in force some like Ms. Minutes who we found out are quite evil got taken down uh at this point uh Victor Timely who is the one he who remains who is Kang is helping, um, and then yeah, the big headline for this episode is the gr- uh, gruesomely implied mega murder Ooh. of a bunch of people inside Ooh. of that little crushing cube. Little box. Yeah. yeah, that we saw a couple episodes back. So I was glad that they decided not to treat us with that because I didn't want to see the pulpy goo that would have come out of that. But yeah, that's how uh, Ravenna and Miss Minutes. And did you see how Miss Minutes was like smiling and excited? Yeah, um, Miss Minutes of,
1: is is turning really into the kind of uh, uh, yeah. disaffected. AI kind of yeah a, Charlie would this be surprising if you found out Ultron was part of Miss Minutes because that mean, seems kind of like the AI Ultron was we would was, think of yeah right?
0: quote-unquote destroyed but you know never really knew what happened or you know what I mean Miss Minutes and a
1: and Ultron could get together have a good time have a baby why not Thing
0: this kind of a thing that you oh what would be a baby of Ultron uh, and another AI well, we had Iron Lad. I mean, it was with Siri
1: or, or Alexa yeah,
0: coming in? Yeah. Oh, don't yeah, don't say that you'll you'll set it off. <laughs> I know. Um, I've got
1: a, I've got Alexa over there at the corner. Uh, but I was thinking about that. I'm like, because in, in the comics, Iron Lad, who is essentially a uh, reincarnation of Kang in the Young right. Avengers. I mean, could we see that as well. But I, I'm I'm curious where this goes. But I mean, where this leads us. I mean, in spoilers, and yeah, to Loki. Because I'm not please. sure I'm actually watching this thing. But um. We, we essentially get Victor Timely, who is, um, I, I feel like he's redeemed as not yeah. being a bad dude. He's just trying to become a scientist who can be appreciated for his the things. And when right. he eventually tries to do his sacrifice, things go awry, and we get all of the time branches because they can't get the loom to control them. Yeah. Uh, essentially goes kaput. So is this where we essentially say the multiverse is over and anything that happened from this explosion becomes the mainstream of the MCU.
0: I mean, I got to tell you that would be terrific because this multiversal stuff is, is really way the hell out of control. You know what I mean? Uh, be, and again, it I think the thing that we've kind of griped about since the multiverse of madness and since, you know, Disney or AC Fox things started to integrate in is that, um, story beats and stakes in films kind of become meaningless because it's just like, Oh, well there's another multiverse or whatever. And um, I like your idea and I really hope that's, that's really how things materialize. Cause that's what I'd like to see um, is okay. Well now we've, we've collapsed everything down that it's kind of like we were talking about 2015 secret wars where all of the universes got glommed into one, whatever. Um, and then there was just one single piece of timeline or like a crisis on infinite Earth, or all zero hour, or all the other crisis thingies that followed um, making things into one. So then Loki would be alive again, normally. And, um, you know, how does it, but then, you know, K- uh, Victor timely, does he still do the Kang thing? Because that's, what's going to drive the films that follow with the fantastic four and the, the next Avengers movie. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm super curious. But yeah, this episode ended with a big bang that the loom coalesced and went and everything was shaken and all this different stuff. So yeah, I'm very excited to see. That'll be uh, when April and I get back uh, from setting up for the con on Thursday night. This will be what we'll watch before bed. Um, so very excited. Yeah, very excited to see how this, because it's the last, or this is a penultimate episode is this week. It's six episodes, right? So Uh,
1: There's six episodes, so we have two more. Um, So we've got the penultimate episode is next week. Yep. And one more episode after that. And then yep. we'll see where this goes. Yeah. Um, to this point, um, we know at this point, Deadpool is now most likely going to be pushed, Deadpool 3, to the fall. Uh, yeah. And that probably moves up the uh, Captain America movie, yes, which the New would World be Order. in the May slot, because apparently they're done with all their photography, so they just have to do the post-production stuff. So it's an actual so,
0: uh, that's an actual I, movie that's going
1: to come out, yeah. Exactly, so I don't know how they deal with all of these things and the impact, because we expected Deadpool 3 to be the one that does, like, it's taking all of the craziness of all of the multiverse the, the Fox, and kind yeah. of, like... Probably embracing and saying, you're done. I love you. It's not your fault. And then letting it go.
0: Yeah. I release you into the wild. I don't know. it will be interesting, but we will know, uh, you know, if you're listening to this on Tuesday and Thursday, you will know. Two more weeks. Kind of what the next step is. So that's cool. Good deal. All right. Well, I'll blast through a couple of quickies. Um, We are at the end of October in our house and April and I have a list. Uh, we've duplicated some stuff, but it was funny. The, the, the new barometer this week is that through some, um, trade thing that April did in her small business, it was one of these like, Hey, get on a secret Santa list or something. And like you drew a name and you sent that person like a Halloween theme, something April, April got this thing, their little, uh, wooden cutouts of, Halloween themed movie characters. We got four big ones, which we have hanging from the swing on our porch as just outside Halloween decor. And then we have a string of 20 of them. I put a picture on my Instagram of them. We have them hanging between the two sides of our bookshelf over our TV. And we were looking at this last night or the night before she says, you know, we're almost there, but we ought to watch the movie that each one of these characters is in. So two that remained were Slender man, which is a movie from uh, 2018 and uh, Chucky, From Child's Play, from 1987. Um, So we watched those two movies. Yeah, so I'd never seen Slender Man. It's available for rental, which I rarely do, but I thought, you know what, I watched something totally original. Um, Both of these movies were a nice lean 90 minutes, which is also something I really appreciate in a film, because if it's shitty, you can just be like, oh, well, there's 20 minutes left. But yeah, Slender Man is set in contemporary times, but it's about an urban legend of, at this point, it's kind of like The Ring. You watch a video online, and and um, this long, you know, lasting, you know, character that appears to consume children, the slender man, will appear to you in a vision, typically in the woods in this case. And he's this faceless dude who's wearing a tuxedo, apparently, but he also has big tentacle arms. So he's like, you know, Dr. Octopus or whatever. Um, and he does. There's these four young girls, one of which is the um the the the, the black uh young lady who's the lead in Gen V, uh jazz. Forgetting her last name, but her first name is Jay Z, Uh, and Jolie King, who you saw in a bunch of things, and then a couple of relatively unknowns um, who are four friends who uh, fall under the uh, the spread of this. um, Because if if Slenderman doesn't abduct you yet, if you lock eyes with him, he will drive you insane. You'll start to see things and eventually come to your own grim end. Um, So the question is, if you haven't seen it, does anyone survive? Don't know. Not going to tell you, but it is available. Is this on retro. Like a good movie, though, Charlie. No, it's definitely some <laughs> low budget. Okay. Feels like it was made in the in the teens, without a doubt. Ah. It definitely has that that vibe. It's a it's Inspired a teen by. For, it's a teen for the teens. So yeah, it's Ooh, it's a yeah. it's relatively corny. You got people who don't really talk like people. Uh, parents who don't talk like parents. It's just yeah. like yeah, it's very. It's uh, was set and filmed in New England, so there's a lot of New Englandish kind of kind of like the Blair Witch Project kind of gives you kind of that New English though it, it, no, that was in Maryland the kind of cool. that that Eastern like old world colonial like modern colonial vibe. oh this was a creature from the 1600s and blah, 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 blah. so kind of that deal but yeah. eh, you know it, it, it was good for scare some of it was pretty creepy it wasn't it wasn't um, uh, really body horror gore but there was a bit of it that was a little, little tweaky here and there and then we move on to 1987's Child's Play and much like the film that we're going to talk about in the Thunderdome um not great <laughs> i mean you had some you had some decent name actors uh, you had some decent oh hey it's that guy I saw him in an episode of Star Trek blah 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 but yeah Chris Sarandon uh, great opening sequence he's a yeah. he's a cop who's chasing Brad Dourif who is the greatest actor who's been in yes. everything even has a great Star Trek credit he played a, a psychotic betazoid who was a member of the Voyager crew who killed another guy then they locked him up and in the end he redeemed himself. Worm Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings. The yeah trilogy. exactly Yes, he yeah. was uh, but he's been he was in one of the he was thinking he was an alien Resurrection. He's just been in a lot of absolutely great stuff. Well, anyway, he is a serial killer, the Lakeshore Strangler, set in Chicago in the winter. Uh, clearly, who's being chased by Christmas, and they're having uh, a gunfight, and then break into a downtown, extremely ornate toy store, and uh, you know Brad Dorf gets shot several times. He knows that the end is near, so. Plaster all over the store is the good is the good guys, you know. Quarter, le- basically, it's the Haslab Cookie Monster style kind of thing. Your Ewok. All those cabbage patches. All oh those, yeah, but I mean, this thing was easily three yeah. foot tall, you know. And uh, he he, as he's dying, he grabs it and he gives it an incantation because he studies voodoo. Now the incantation causes a lightning storm, uh, very uh, singularly above the toy store, which has a great uh fortunately has a great um skylight that lighting can go through and makes the store explode and uh then you flash forward to the single mother who's catherine hooks she uh, catherine hicks who was uh, kirk's love interest in star trek 4 the whale lady uh she doesn't look like a whale she was just an ocean biologist um and she has a young son who could be one of the worst child actors i think i've ever seen Aww. but that kid is still involved in the chucky stuff I, know, I was looking him up. He still uh, is in uh, other Chucky productions that I think even go to this day. Andy is his name. And Andy really wants a good guy's uh, doll for his birthday. And there's this horrible program on TV. Um, and anyway, he ends up landing with the good guy dolls that was in that was obviously imbued with the demonic spirit of Brad Dorif. Um, so yeah it turns into a whole thing uh where you know at the end of it uh, the only way that uh, the chucky doll or uh chucky and chucky is the nickname of charles lee whatever who is doris character okay. um but the only way he can survive is by imbuing his demonic spirit into andy and so yes that that's the third act of the film is he's chasing the kid around and all this different stuff but yeah super corny a lot of uh bad practical effects, is, uh, and then the Chucky doll running around. I said to April, I said, did they either find a couple of midgets or maybe an orangutan or something um, to be the actual Chucky? Because you see all these long shots of a little person running around And Chucky goes from absolutely looking like a toy to having a very ornate animated face. His Hair changes. It changes in length and color. And then his face. er, Yeah, exactly. As he's. Yeah, exactly. And then he goes back and he looks like normal Chucky, Um, you know, but yeah, he gets thrown in a fireplace and then he gets, I love it. In the end, he gets, she's getting shot apart by the cop's gun and you'll shoot it. His head flies off and his arm flies off. It's not over. And it's not over. Yes, he's the ultimate. Yeah, because his body is dismembered, but he crawls into the vent. First of all, this woman, as a single mother, um, I I feel like her her late husband was an architect because you see a drafting table in the background. So maybe that's why they have such a nice apartment, because she works at at the jewelry counter at a fancy downtown jewelry store.
1: Huge Some commissions, huge, huge commissions, commissions. to keep Especially that. Up. Gabor shows up. I need I your finest
0: jewelry, I will I mean give I, you all of the commissions. I um, better believe it, yeah. And uh, but but yet she has to uh buy the good guy's doll off of a uh bootlegger, uh, you know, yeah. It's just there's a lot of there's about nothing hey, that's in this
1: that. Uh, parent has to get by,
0: you know, I guess. everybody
1: could, parent could get a, a Cabbage Patch doll, uh, you know, on the up and up back in the day.
0: Bottom line, there's about nothing in this movie that holds up. It's uh. Uh, very anachronistic, very much of its time. And uh, apologies, no apologies to the kid actor who played Andy, the absolute worst part of the film. Would oh, have him. loved to see him get killed at the end. <laughs> oh, and he was in the cult of Chucky. He yeah, that's, that's that what movie. I was. That's yeah. what I was telling you about. Yeah, he yeah. continued to be, and I he may even be involved in the current television production in some regard. I believe his character Maybe. showed up. I can't remember I, if he I, died I, or not I, in that film. I, yeah. I, I I thought I I thought I looked it up last night, but anyway, uh, that is available on Max if you're interested in maxing out your uh, Halloween experience. But anyway, that's all I got, Todd. Time for us to leave the geek easy spat in our drinks yet again. And I'm sure that there was rat in my hamburger. I found a tail. Um, got to get out that air Qantas app. We are on our way to the land down under where hologram Tina and the mutants await us for the final selection of shocktober. Let's go. Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome.
1: Thank you, Tina. We're sitting in the Thunderdome where the mutants have been gathered for a topic or a game to be entertained. And this week, it's Shocktober, the finale, week five. And we are here, gathered here, by request from one of our Patreons. So if you are a patron, you could have done the same thing. Requested one of our, our Shocktober pieces. and Tell that us is... what to do. We'll do it. Yeah, maybe. so Mr. John Sedorf said, hey, check out House from 1985, directed by Steve Miner, writers Fred Decker, and ethan wiley now, uh, steve, house was
0: steve minor also directed something else oh directed uh h2o the halloween h2o the one with uh jamie lee and uh, uh josh hartnett and and warlock uh, friday- and friday the 13th part two um yeah, yeah so but his name TV just shows a lot of things yeah like seemed that. Yeah. super familiar but anyway please continue. It's just the name was yes. very familiar. It yeah. was me nuts. And writer
1: Fred Decker, uh, known for the Monster Squad, Night of the Creeps, Robocop, nice. and Creditor. A lot of things like that. So, I mean, you got some, He actually wrote some episode of Star Trek Enterprise, Charlie. So there you go. There's your oh, Star really? Trek. Uh, okay. From, yeah.
0: So I can't, so, yeah. I can't uh, believe so, he didn't get the star of this one. He would have been great in Star Trek. I exactly. Loved it. So house, um,
1: it's R rated hour and 33 minutes. So a tight 90, as we would say, thank you for that uh, respect your time. It. House this opened in fourteen hundred and forty theaters on February twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six. Grossed five point nine million. The opening weekend missing first place to Pretty in Pink. Ouch. By the end of its run, house grossed twenty two point one million dollars, of which nineteen point four million was North American box So
0: overseas.
1: not bad. I mean, oh I don't boy. know what
0: it cost to make. But I mean, I, uh, I must have missed that was a, this came out about a week after my 10th birthday. So not not on the uh, not something mama would have took us to seeing at the movie theater. Interesting.
1: Exactly. And the, the year is wrong, obviously, in Wikipedia. Screw you. Wikipedia. Yeah. It was 1986. So with that, though, um, the fact that a horror film did pretty well. I mean, it, I'm assuming the box off ever. The budget was pretty low. Uh, but with this movie, um, it's it basically described as Roger Cobb is a Vietnam vet Uh, whose career as a horror novelist has taken a turn for the worst when his son Jimmy mysteriously disappears
0: while visiting his aunt's house. I hate, now that's where I was a little confused because it, I thought, I guess they were visiting. He said, you know, this house, which is a famous um, LA location, I looked it up and it's actually west of, uh the anaheim pasadena area so like where disneyland is because i i'm a i'm a geography nut i like to look something like where's this house i got the address and typed it up and it's on some famous road named or whatever and i looked it up and what looks like you know a fairly normal neighborhood but the house is i mean it's a gigantic house oh yeah great Um, house well maintained great uh uh, it's Wonderful. a great, great house great curb, to live in Curb value, no doubt awesome, great house to die uh, in.
1: Yeah. awesome pool in the back I mean, really, uh, you know There's a, a place in, in, in the back For... Uh, the, you're stabbing weapons. And also you can make it into a, uh, a guest house at that point. Uh, but at this point, uh, I would tell you the cast is pretty amazing. Uh, he's it, got William cat the greatest American hero. Oh, yes. lead. Roger Cobb, Kay lens, the, the, the romantic, uh, interest, the the, the, the wife. Yes. Yeah. Pl- it, George went is in this as well as the next door, ne- the nosy next door neighbor.
0: Oh, uh, you better believe it. And at, the, uh, be- uh, the, 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 uh, height the, the popularity of cheers when it was really taken up. Off. This must have yeah. been one of those summer projects that he snuck in. Um, exactly. Richard yeah. Malt kind of plays the
1: bad guy of this. He, is, yes. uh, yeah, you know, uh, R. he's R. also just, in this
0: as well. Just pa- uh, he just passed away a couple of days ago, actually. Yeah, Richard we got Malt, Mary but, yeah.
1: Stavin as kind of like the sexy neighbor across the way, who
0: is a weird neighbor, very, with other people, very confusing situation. And yeah, she does. She drops off her kid, and then takes off and she's a uh, Swedish or something. It was just a uh, very bizarre. It, it was maybe very a Swedish weird. Custom. Yeah. Yeah. Leave yeah, your child yeah. with a stranger. It's
1: super. Yeah. Cool. We got Alan Autry from in the heat of the night, that actor who played Bubba in that we got Stephen Williams from ah, Stephen uh, Williams. another cop. Yeah. From Jump uh, 21 Jump Street uh, as well. And then the other one that made me laugh was. I, oh yeah. Mindy yeah. Serling is a big fan in this movie. Also right. is Fra Fra broker from
0: Austin Powers. Yeah, exactly. Frau Farbissena, the leader of yes. the militant, militant wing of the salvation. Oh, I think it's Frau Farruka from uh, uh, Young Frankenstein. Oh, there you go. Yes, no, Frau Farbissena, yeah. which was probably a, a riff on that exact thing. Bring in the exactly. Fembots! Yeah, yes, oh, Minnie yes. Sterling
1: is Versus, uh Versus, uh, what was it, when she would say something and the horses would always winnie?
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: uh, from, from Young Frankenstein. Yeah, oh,
0: yes, well, yes. Uh,
1: so that's your cast and then basically uh, to let you know that House didn't end with this film. It actually got four films. The the film I'm most familiar with is House <laughs> Two, which happened later. It's Kirk called Book The Second World. Story in 1997. Right. House Three, I did not know this happened. Before a horror show. show. Oh and then House Four, repossession in 1992. And obviously, every film after that kind of fell off from a Just yes. money and straight, uh, straight so this is so this movie is a pretty simple uh, premise, basically. Uh, Author moves into the house struggling with loss from an ex-wife, a lost child, uh, dead aunt, and then has to basically trying to go after his own, uh, I guess, demons from the Vietnam War.
0: Uh, yeah, literally and figuratively. Yeah, because it was, yeah, William Cat is a successful writer uh, who is, yeah, his life's kind of falling apart because this kid disappeared, uh, doesn't really know what happened. And they try to really red herring it up because there's an early flashback sequence where he sees his kid and then he runs out front where he thinks his kid is in a car speeds away. So are like, oh, my God, this kid got abducted. Then he turns around and sees the kid drowning in the pool or something because the house is, is cursed. And did we figure out... Why the house was it like built on a Native American burial ground or something? It was just a straight up uh straight up uh you know kind of i it was just
1: a horrible person,
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there she, she 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 brought upon bad so she, juju. To she the house. just she just yeah just practiced uh practiced witchcraft in the basement. There was just a made a deal the with the devil for a good yeah. mortgage rate. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Oh you can exactly. raise my rate by 0.5%. By percent. I'm in I'll it. take it. Yeah, exactly. Eat my uh,
1: children, eat my eat my relatives. Exactly.
0: Yes, and the uh the the uh, the aunt herself was again, there was another Star Trek connection. She was in an episode of TNG where she carried a crazy old lady uh who attacked K. Chancellor Troy. Um, I want to be that
1: person that gets that cast thing. Like I want to be the crazy old person and just cast me and everything. And that's what I am. That's yeah. It just shows up.
0: Oh, there he is again. Um, so yeah, no, it's fun stuff. Uh, Todd and Mr. Sidor, uh, Thank you uh, for this. But um, yeah, this was, um, it was, it, it, this was also kind of packed with music. I noticed There was a lot of like, there were, there were like weird versions of like old love songs from the sixties and stuff. Yeah. Never from the soundtrack. I'll have to lose.
1: Weird. And this, this movie, I would say the best thing about this movie was, or the worst thing maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. It didn't know what tone it was going after. It was like, Hey, I'm dealing with my demons from Vietnam. And by the way, then we're going to deal with like slapstick comedy, with Like dead, weird, like creatures and like uh billy bass who is a swordfish
0: (laughs) oh god i got that i said oh (laughs) you're about a decade too early for that trend (laughs) yeah take me to the river okay so here's the songs we had a version of you're no good which is made most famously uh remade by linda ronstant in the 70s and then an, an old um doop tune called dedicated to the one i love oh, yeah. which was also done by the mamas and papas in the 60s that's the version of it i think of um but just yeah very very weird with like the creatures like at one point the house tricks him into thinking he uh, his ex-wife shows up and she walks in, but he sees it as this big horrifying gross creature and blows it away with a shotgun. But then it turns back into his dead ex-wife. So we thought, Oh God, he killed her. But then it turns back into the critter and continues to try to get him. But then he kills it and chops it up and buries it in like 50 different spots in his backyard. But then the sexy Swedish neighbor lady shows up and she has a dog who Digs up the like a no, big it was George hand. George Wentz George Wentz dog. Oh, George Wentz dog. Yeah, it, yeah, grabbed, it grabs grabs the, the hand, hand yeah. and then runs off with it. And then the Swedish lady shows up with her kid for no reason, and the dead hand is on his back. And she's like, "Hey, I got to go for a little while. Take my kid." And I'm like, "Was she going out on a date?" But oh, wait, that chick showed up
1: in her in his pool, right, uninvited, just there, and you, there was no mention of a kid at the time. So he's yeah. like, "Ooh, I'm gonna have a." Booty call, no shit. And then it turns yeah.
0: into like a, I'm a babysitter. And where was she I going? Understand w- that she Did she go out on a date and then it obviously didn't end well? Did she? But then she go- allows him to give the kid a. It just like yeah. red flags, like oh, here's my kid. Give him a
1: bath. I'm like, is that something no, you do to a complete stranger? Not even a little bit. That's not man. Cool. The 80s, Charlie. We just we just allowed our children to be handed off to people, and we assumed no ill intent. Hey,
0: look, it hey. was the it was the 80s. We had you know people had shit to do. That's just kind yeah, of no, yeah. You
1: know, you know, bad people didn't exist in the 80s. Only You're right to do to the No, the bad
0: yeah. people was an invention of the 90s. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, but it was weird. This movie did feel like uh, almost like if you remember um, the second Evil Dead, where it was oh, kind right. of a little bit comedic. The creatures right. were like a little bit over the top, like this woman who was shot. the 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 weird creature that you saw, There right. was almost right. like, and then there was a creature in the closet that looked like something from It or oh, sorry, right. The Thing, right? So it was weird. Oh yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. It, was, it wasn't really like horrific. It was more cartoonish and over the top.
0: It was it was bizarre. It, it was bizarre. But again, yeah, the house and then the people on the show. We picked two uh, two movies uh, that uh, were, you know from L.A. that had kind of super cool house weird like settings that were like super creepy and iconic. Um, and yeah, but, um, you know, I was okay. I was going back to the original article, uh, that I had read. So yeah, there were, yeah, this filmed in 1985 and a total of seven monsters were designed and fabricated for the production. These creatures, including the witch and the the corpse. Oh, the corpse of Big Ben. That was a great one. So he's having the, all these flashbacks about being in Vietnam, and his squad mate was Richard Mole Bull from Night Court, who just passed away this week. Very, very sad. Um, who was, you know, a complete psycho killer and, you know, died back in Vietnam. And then... Uh, this hallucinations, this, you know, zombie version of him shows up to, you know, beat the crap out of it and kill him at the end of the film.
1: And the, the, the whole thing was like, he was mad at Roger for not killing him as he was shot by the Viet Cong because he's like, Oh, they're going to take me away and, and torture me. And I'm like, how much longer was he actually going to live? Considering he took like 18 bullets, like,
0: it's, buddy, it's okay, you're gonna die. Just yeah, just, yeah.
1: It, it, <laughs> I got just, punished for two minutes. I'm yeah, blaming right. you for that.
0: <laughs> exactly. It wasn't the yeah, there wasn't the 18 bullets I took exactly. So um film uh, aggregator on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, approval rating of 57% based on 14 views. Um, but 14? in 19, yeah. That's what it, 14 critics. Um, oh. in, in 1987, Richard Mull and Cade lens were both nominated for Saturn awards as oh, okay. was director Stephen Miner. minor. So, um, um, yeah, I have to, I have to
1: say though, it, there was some weird parts about this movie. Obviously, you know, his son abducted, his wife left him and divorced him. Right. Um, because of this and George went was involved too, but George went, tried to, s- sell him out at one point because he was bringing the cops because he heard the gun come off but then he became a buddy to
0: try to right out something it was just yeah. it just it narratively was kind of, didn't flow it well was, yeah it's kind of totally all over the place the bit with yeah. the kid and so you know in the third act um, uh, i mean how well i mean yeah. how long ago was the kid missing that's what that's what we april found and, yeah he's well, trapped
1: actually in the house into yeah, a.
0: that's what thing. yeah that's how what april and i we were talking about um, – we were like, how long could they – because, yeah, you know, um, uh, basically uh, our hero uh, suspends himself on a rope and is climbing down this nothingness. Well, he goes or, through the yeah. medicine cabinet
1: <laughs> mirror because his yeah. aunt
0: drew – did paintings
1: that showed like, here's the weird things in this house. A portal, a portal to the, yeah, our, and so, our, mm, our bathroom window or the mirror is actually a portal <clears> to the unknown. And
0: that's how he finds Vietnam. the kid. But yeah, the kid is in this, you know, this ethereal Vietnam in one of these, you know, bamboo cages. But how long has he been there? Why isn't he covered in his own filth? And how is he get food and water? So why is he, you know, not starved to death? That's the a
1: skeleton. Yeah. And yeah, then exactly. down there, as you said, he had to put a rope down through this like portal right. into the middle and, of nowhere.
0: And it was all black and it was like this Ray Harryhausen creatures flying around attacking him and eventually pulled his,
1: his shotgun yeah. and
0: shot him with shot
1: the rope
0: with the shotgun, Right. That was. Like, yeah. Yeah impressive exactly so um it is uh there's a lot of this it's very much i I hate to use the expression because todd you use it all the time very much of its time um that there's just a lot of there's just a lot of weirdness going on but man the the 80s was a weird time cocaine is a hell of a drug these was a weird time they didn't really look at the script and say does that make sense nope put it out it's not (laughs) it doesn't matter like i said so oh yeah okay release so yeah as you had copied Oh, yeah, you had capped this bit. It made uh, two twenty, but it doesn't really say about the budget. I'm um, guessing
1: very low.
0: Yeah. I'm very, guessing very low budget.
1: Yeah. So was- it's probably successful. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You and you could get the soundtrack on vinyl cassette or CD. And then, as you'd mentioned, there were there was a, a ongoing of other films, which I'd say I'm interested in it, but I don't really. feel I like, would say uh, watch yeah.
1: the second movie, Charlie. So that's where what brought me into the House franchise was the second yeah. movie. Second movie is completely different. It's yeah. it's like almost like a. Uh, Action adventure movie with a fantasy twinge makes it's like Ery Myers is in this movie. Yeah, Bill Mars in this movie. It's it's. I would say House Two is a fun film yeah. with a weird old west tint. It's kind of fun. So I would say. I think House Two is better than House One, but I saw that when I was a teenager. So it was like Empire. Strikes I don't remember Back. if it's Empire, much better.
0: Empire Strikes Back versus the New Hope. So yeah, the ha- the house. Uh, just so you know, Victorian style home built in 1887 on Melrose Ave- Avenue in Monrovia, California. At the time, building was owned by two Los Angeles firemen brothers, Brian and John Wade. Uh, so exteriors there, and then everything else was done uh, professional. At, yeah, Renmar, Renmar Studios in Hollywood. When uh, uh, two of my mom's brothers, my uncles, uh, when they were were in their 20s and bachelor's. They had a cool house on Lake Michigan. You know, it's a good good deal for bachelors. Lots of lots, I'm sure lots of chicks were in confirmed
1: bachelors guess, is no. what they would say. No,
0: yeah, at that time. Yeah. They, yeah. But yeah, neither one of them got married and had kids so they were in their 40s. So hey, you know mm-hmm. what? Maybe that's the way to do it. Of course you're at a high school reunion. Ow, my hip. <laughs> you're too got old. Oh my goodness. So anyway, all right. Uh so Todd, to wrap this up, uh if you were to give this one out of 10 severed obese witch claws what are you giving it I
1: Give this one like a 3.5
0: <laughs> it was like it was like the the, the it just it just the
1: it, the biggest problem i had with it it was the tone it was goofy at times and it was super serious he was dealing with his demons i'm like and they couldn't yeah figure it out dealing with his his ex-wife shows up and it's like oh my child is not aged a day in three years that he's been missing
0: and they don't even say it could have been like three weeks but yeah i don't divorce nobody knows yeah well a divorce with a kid takes a year in most cases so yeah uh, your kid is missing that probably took some time too charlie i'm guessing exactly oh he's gone oh it was time dilation and all this different stuff so yeah you're right um i'd have to hone with you i'd probably give it a solid three severed hands because uh yeah there's just really no way to get about it and they're just watching it just april's reactions alone she was just like what what what, what is going on here <laughs>
1: oh and <laughs> then richard Mull i mean i love yeah i love yeah Mar- I, I love richard Mull's character but the
0: fact is like oh
1: you you're immune to me now so i'm gonna put this like uh you know grenade up
0: yeah
1: but that's real but everything else is fake
0: and yeah then it explodes and the house goes down it the, goes, ah. the movie has no rules and it no. doesn't follow any rules that it may suggest that it has that it doesn't ultimately have so, so
1: essentially it, it you know after this I got my 90 minutes
0: and I walked away and I'm like <laughs> to good to, job. to quote Homer Simpson well he it's not my time it's not quite a mop and it's not quite a puppet so to answer your question I don't know <laughs> house road <laughs> house not Roadhouse. House. <laughs> House. <laughs> oh man all right well that is the end of the show and the end of shocktober Oh, uh, I'm, I'm glad that we do this segment every year because even though i kind of roll my eyes i like, oh boy it's all about halloween and stuff bah, bah, bah. it's but, fun but it, is, it is fun five films How i much did much fun is that? We, we did have some fun but with that uh we bring uh, this to a close uh please go out and enjoy your halloween uh i hope kids don't listen to us but if you do kids be safe uh don't get the razor stay balloon. warm so stay warm. Don't, as hell. <laughs> don't eat the candy with the razor blades in it. That uh, should be a red flag. Um, you know, All anyway, that pot pot candy. Sorry, um, nobody's yeah. putting pot candy out there. Yeah, exactly. It's too expensive. They're saving it for themselves. <laughs> anyway, Todd, where do people find you out there?
1: Oh, on the threads, the at threads. and at secret friends unite with dots in the middle. Go there. I'm also on Twitter still putting stuff out there, but uh, threads is the place I'm going to be because Twitter's going to start charging. So enjoy.
0: Ooh, and that's, that's interesting that you say I have been kind of forcing myself onto threads, just looking and following people and blah, 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 but I am still active on X so far uh, over there. I'm at the C three, but if you look on Instagram or, or on threads, I'm C3 Carpenter, spell that out, that's my pseudonym. Um, but more importantly, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal some time here, uh, if you listen to this the week that we put this out, so basically the Halloween week, the end of November, um, the USS Grand Petoskey, the chapter of the International Star Trek Fan Club that my wife and I run, we do our biggest event of the year at Grand Rapids Comic Con, downtown Grand Rapids here in Michigan at the DeVos Place, that's November 3, 4, and 5. Most importantly, there's a couple of different fun events going on on Friday night of the con. We're participating in something called the Klingon Drinking Party, which was a, the genesis of an idea that my wife came up with while talking to a promoter at Star Trek Las Vegas. Two actors from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, uh, the actors who played at General Martok and at Chancellor at Gowron, will be the guests of honor to a fun party we're going to have in the Bob, or the big old building, which is right at the middle of town on Fulton, here in Grand Rapids, Friday night at 7 $5 cover charge. Um, but members of the chapter will be there to talk to you about what we do, and of course, a couple of cool Klingons. Most importantly for the cons, Saturday night, that would be November 4th uh, at 7 p.m. in Grand Overlook Gallery E at the DeVos Place after the close of the show, will be our chapter's second annual meeting. Most importantly, we don't have a lot of content uh, uh, planned because we have an enormous uh, silent auction geared towards a charity for the Make-A-Wish Foundation of Michigan. I probably talked about it in the past, but I uh, had a young son named Parker who passed away in 2020 uh, after a, a lifelong illness. He was 13. Um, Before he passed away, he and his brother, my other son, and my ex-wife uh, were sent to Disney World through the auspices of Make a Wish in Michigan. So I'm eternally grateful that my son got to have this wonderful experience with everything else that was going on in his life. So every nickel that we raise at every event that we does goes directly to Make a Wish. April and I run the the company, uh, our little company as a complete nonprofit. We pay for everything ourselves. Um, but that the silent auction, we have over sixty items generously donated by people from our chapter. Uh, please. Please come check it out it's in-person auctioning you don't have to attend the show just walk on in come on upstairs uh, because it's after hours you're able to do that um, we'll also have if you do come see us at the booth other items available for purchase such as our tribbles, such as other books and magazines that have been donated uh, Star Trek items uh, that ev- again everything goes back to make a wish foundation in Michigan so really look forward to seeing you uh, there if you do want more information check us out on our uh, USS Grand Petoskey discord contact us via email from our website or find us on other social medias uh, And we would love to um, hopefully see you there And raise some good money for a good cause So, okay, that, uh, was, that and, was my 1st I, I have actually a mulligan, Charlie
1: Because oh, I please. forgot um, That uh, this is a big weekend uh, Coming up for Extra Life Charity Which goes to oh, Children's Fantastic. Hospitals Oh, I love it supports, um, And we've done that And and Bob, this goes out to Bobby Pauls, our, our big supporter He was a big supporter of this with uh, Lee Navarro Who is our admin for our Discord And they host it in Rome New York. I have not been able to attend that, but they're going to be doing that this weekend coming up Uh, over the weekend. They're going to be uh, streaming for children's uh, hospitals that supports kids who are sick in there. Um, and Mark and I both support that. We're going to actually Lee on our podcast. That's going to be recording tomorrow, but we want people to be out there. If you want to support myself, I'll be doing what I can to support the, uh, charity for extra life. It's all about that. So we're going to be talking about that on the podcast, but if you would like to donate Phoenix overdrive is the main charity. So reach out to them and phoenixoverdrive.com, I believe, is the way to do that. But I'll be doing my best this weekend to uh, stream and hopefully raise some money for children's hospitals, um, just like your son was at a hospital. And anybody that can support those kids who are there as well we will be doing that through the love of video games. And I'm not able to go to Rome, New York but uh, Mark and I will be talking about it with Lee on the next episode of Co-op Mode
0: fantastic good stuff so yeah um, give when you can always give back uh, it really what life is all about in a lot of ways is helping us each other out as one human family without a doubt alright that's a lot heavier than we usually get but friends as always thank you for joining us I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and keep on trucking be the hero not the villain in a truck house not roadhouse